0: The heart of Houston, Texas. It's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by your host Dustin Von Morkey. I'm joined here by Cal Gonzalez, our saltwater editor, and Chester Moore, editor in chief.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the outdoor world. It's good to be here. It's a record time. They've actually had me in Houston three days in a row, so that's kind of unheard of.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. You were yeah. here. I do limited appearances. You know, so oh, right, right. right. Yeah, you, you were right. here signing books and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and we sold out of your books at one point. Yes. Yeah. So we're back. We
1: sold out of all the Chester books, and there's a bunch of other books from Pat Murray and Doug Pike and everyone there and Greg Burlocker. And they're back supplied. So um, by the time you hear this, that'll be over with. You can go to fishgame.com, and store, check the books yep. out. So we're yep. going to give a plug for that, of course. For for sure. and there's a lot
2: of great books. We have a lot of great literature in the magazine and from the magazine publishers.
1: You know, and that's true. And what's what's a book about at the end of the day? Most of the time, there's some kind of a story whether it's how to do something or why we got started. And that's really been part of the conversation here at the show with people coming up to me saying, hey, Chester, man, and they want to tell me about their first flounder. Right. Or their biggest flounder. And I was thinking maybe it would be kind of cool to just start off talking about the fish that made us want to fish.
2: That's a great idea, you know, because you look around here and you look at all these people who are here. They're walking the aisles. They're stopping at the booths. And they all share one common thread, and that's that they all love to fish.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's a unique thread, and there is total diversity here. Um, and it's really interesting to me because I see the demographic has shifted a lot. It's a lot different looking bunch of people than you would see even a right. decade ago. Yeah,
2: that's exactly right.
1: So it's definitely a shifting, um, forward moving industry. But um, just you know, thinking about fish, that made us want to fish. I mean. I could go on for two hours about that deal. I know you could. But for du- I want to ask, this is his podcast, but I want to ask him, because podcasters are the worst about asking themselves questions, True. Right?
0: I, I'm pretty good on this show,
1: I think. I'm going to grill yes. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grill you. You've got to answer all the questions. Because,
0: yeah, okay. That's name? Cool. Uh, Dustin Von Warnke. How do you spell Von? V-A-U-G-H-N. We don't care. doesn't matter what your name is anyway. That's That's the truth. Uh, you didn't get me and cal
1: got that one yeah but I didn't uh get that one. <laughs> but that's a rock <laughs> it's thing. About that's about a, a-, a rock yeah, thing know. but um nah so you know i know that you're not as hardcore a fisherman as we are but you love the fish i do yeah. Yeah. so what was kind of the, the fish that got you attracted to fishing was there a, a time or something you saw in a magazine or anything like that
0: i got hooked <laughs> on my dad's Bass fishing. Okay. Oh yeah. He would t- he was a uh, semi-professional. He would run like the, the the Home Depot and McDonald's circuit, the big names back okay. then in the '90s in, in South South Central Texas, San Antonio down south, the Falcon and your uh, your your uh, Amstead and those kind yeah. of lakes. And one of the best stories that I have is when I was learning to side cast with the S I D E side, side. Uh, yeah. and I had this mouse that had two prong hook on it, and I hit him That's, right in the you back. You can't do that. I, I, You can't hook a mouse. No, 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 no! It's That's it was uneth- an artificial That's mouse. Unethical You're gonna have the
2: peta people calling us, you know? What have I done? Uh, no, the
0: plastic is a mouse lure. I do it in Mongolia, by the way, for pike,
2: for
0: ahead, Sorry, pike
2: and timing, Timon, those big old trout.
1: Yeah.
0: All
2: right, ladies and gentlemen, and peta, please do not write us to complain about us using mice. It
0: for It was an artificial mouse. It was an artificial yeah. mouse. That's where I was going with it. I this. just want to so be clear. I'm an I editor. I got to be clear. most people would have. Yeah, exactly. I figure most people would have figured that out. Um, but anyway, it caught him right in the back, looking like a snake bite, it was one of the best fishing stories. <laughs> he was not laughing at the time, but he still tells that story today. I mean, bluegill fishing with my dad on Lake Dunlap, where I grew up. Yeah. Um, I mean, just those are affirmative memory, memories that made it into the fisherman that I have today. I don't fish as much as, as you guys do, but I do definitely, that was my first love before I got into hunting. Yeah. I got you. So your first favorite fishing memory is hooking your
1: dad? No. no. That's love. <laughs> that's, that's love. Deep, Why did I know
0: that Chester was going to go there
2: next? Well, I mean, yeah. come
1: on. You brought it up. I'm a journalist. No, no. Dude, no, to
2: but... use a live mouse to hook your dad. <laughs> oh, no, no. You know, okay. I mean, I, that's just, okay. oh, okay. Wow. That's
0: not right. Golly, oh, man. Oh, man oh, maybe he more hard. Did you sharpen yes. its little claws? <laughs> <laughs> did he use his teeth? So to our listeners, we want to start doing these podcasts with the three of us on the regular. Right? If you like that, email us at fishgame.com. Tell us that's a good idea. If you don't like that, we're still going to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I mean, <laughs> we'll do it
2: anyway. because, Ladies and gentlemen, you can't keep these alligators down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't you say that earlier this year?
2: Yes, I did.
1: So, oh that's God. the saying of the day. But, yeah. um, and in all honesty, that's that's cool that your dad was fishing the tournaments, a yes. semi-pro level. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of inspired you to go out there and
0: fish. Do you remember what your first fish was? The very first fish? Uh it was a bluegill, a bluegill? that I did. Okay. Anyway, it was bluegill. right around when I was like five years old. Call I mean the, the a mouse. first of fit no, it was not a, a map. <laughs> Uh, it would have had to be a piece of a mouse because that's small. No, or exactly. a really big bluegill. To go yeah. yeah, a really big bluegill. But no, it was uh, it was a bluegill. And then when I was two years old, my dad still tells the story. I caught a minnow in a bucket, and that was my first fish. He always tells that story. Oh, that's so, good. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, that's
1: good. Yeah, cool. yeah, well, uh, cool. what, what, what a great what a great way to start off. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, for yep. sure. So, what about you guys? Well, you open oh, with me now? Okay, well, uh, the headliner's got to go
2: on last. <laughs> <get them laughs> yeah. Oh, of guy. course, yeah, <laughs> of course. You <laughs> know. <laughs> we're alive ladies and gentlemen we yes, are, alive. We are uh, baby <laughs> um, anyway um, well my first fish um, of all things again it was a bluegill Yeah. caught on a piece of um, of um, sausage okay um, and what happened was that we were going to go visit my aunt she lived in Brownsville and she lived in a of um, an apartment complex that was right next to a resaca
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um we had been at Monkey Monkey Ward the night before, and on a whim, I had bought a box of hooks, just because they were there. And um, the next day, my dad tied a piece of line onto um, onto a paint stirring paddle, uh-huh. and he tied the hook onto it. and He gave me a handful of them um, of sausage pieces, and he said, "Go down to the and see what's there." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Okay, what, what, why not?" I didn't know any better, I was six years old at the time, five years old actually. And I went down there, I put a hook on, dropped it down and I mean almost immediately a bluegill grabbed it and I pulled out a fish and I was, holy smokes, I caught a fish. I ran all the way back to the apartment, I showed it to my dad, look, I caught a fish. He goes, holy smokes, you caught a fish. Yeah. Then he asked the question, he asked me the same question 15 years later when he had me catch an armadillo by the tail. Um, what are you going to do with it? Well, I don't know. You told me to go see what's out there. This is what's out there. We'll go put it back. Well, can you take it off the hook? He goes, you caught it. So he, I had to figure out how to take it off the hook. I took it back, and I tossed it in. And Now, here's the crazy part. of it. I go back, I toss it in, and that thing is deader than a mackerel by then. I mean, just yeah, yeah. dry, dead. Yeah. And he's floating on the surface dead gum alligator gar comes up and snaps it up and <laughs> swims off
1: love it i yeah, was addicted ever since yeah, it
2: wasn't yeah. a big it was maybe about three feet long but i didn't even know there were, I, I didn't know in the world it was it, well it was, it's interesting wow.
1: because i'll get to my first catch but the first thing that really got me wanting to fish Hooked, yeah was an alligator gar
0: oh yeah so my
1: dad i grew up gar fishing that was our primary thing we fished for as a kid and uh, my dad, sitting on the side of the road at Cal Bayou, what's called the Swing Bridge, yeah. between Bridge City and Orange, there, caught a seven foot two inch alligator Oh, dog that's a nice guy. That car. weighed 196 pounds. I jumped in the bed of the truck. I was scared, but like the name. <laughs> and I named it Moby because I'd just seen Moby Dick Moby on cable, Dick, you know, early know, I, cable with Gregory yeah. Peck. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, oh named God. it Moby. And here's, um, now that my father's gone, uh, God rest his soul. miss him so much and the statute of limitations has ran out. I could tell you he caught it on a three pound largemouth bass. <laughs> <cut at him. laughs> he threw the cast that he was out of bait and they caught a three pound bass oh. and put it on hold. Oh, oh wow. And that was, that hey, was, that was my, um, uh, what's, what's on the hook was that? I mean, I mean we use, I mean, like, shark hook it was huge.
2: Well, at least that wasn't a croaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have offended the trout <laughs> no. guys, but maybe. That uh, makes me
2: think of a story that Mark Davis told me that he aggravated a captain. And I know the captain, so I won't mention the name. But um, the guy adored big trout. Yeah. You know, just put him up on a pedestal. One time, Mark Davis says, you know, Cal, you know what I'd do with a 30-inch trout? And I go, what? Put it under
1: a balloon for a tarpon. <laughs> oh, my God. Getting back to the guard story. Yeah. Uh, that really got me into it. I, I don't remember my first fish, but I remember fishing at the port of Orange and was told it was a croaker. Yeah, my very first one, because I was like three. Sure. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the first two catches that like that were like big memories were about a five pound black drum on a Zebco 808. Oh
2: yeah. Um, oh there you go. fought me
1: hard, and uh, about a five or six pound channel cat in the same close to the same area that I caught gar. So. That really got me into fishing. I mean, yes. I remember sitting in my dad's lap, I've talked about before, on my radio program more outdoors on News Talk 560K LVI, as well as in a magazine about scrapbook I had for hunting and right. wildlife. Right. I cut out sports and field and outdoor life and Texas parks and wildlife. But mm-hmm. also the fishing, when I cut out like saltwater sportsmen sure. and, and yeah. pictures. And uh, I, I remember sitting in my dad's lap and doing that. And a picture that really inspired me to do something I've never done to this day, but I will do. There was about a 15-foot black marlin they caught in the Pacific and putting it in a boat. And I was like, something wow. like that exists. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yes, um, that was my white whale was a gar named Moby. So there you go. There you go. Jade Moby? Go. Moby didn't make it. There you go. Yeah, this was before. Look, this is, this is like 1977. Okay. So um, when I was four years old. So... Um, we catch and release was not in the
0: vernacular <laughs> of. Wasn't when I was growing up. Well, we're about the same age.
1: Catching so. hot grease, baby. And yeah. that gar is great. So, oh yes. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And um, it's it's ironic that the guy who is probably the most outspoken conservation writer in the state started off his fishing fascination by using a three my dad using a three pound bass <laughs> <for> bait. <laughs> that, that's got to be some that that else. Else. That's, that's, that's wild. Well, um, wow. you know, um,
0: I had <laughs> a, a, a. Oh it my was god. It was Whole yeah. three pound man. What did he hook it through, though? Those I don't remember, uh, but it was a three pound yeah, bat. It's, it's a no no. He
2: made it. a harness <laughs> for it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bridled it, just like they do for tuna. Bridled it right through the nose.
1: It died a quick death.
2: Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, but actually, I had a fish like that, an oh my god fish like that. Um, and again, it was an alligator guard. And um, same resaca, about. Four years later, um, no, it was 1979 actually, it was right after Hurricane Allen, and my dad put me on a canoe. We were on a canoe in the middle of the Osaka, just paddling around, and we were passing what we thought was a big log. And it turned out to be about an eight-foot-long alligator car. As we got closer to it, the thing rolled and just dove. And I saw that fish, that that was my oh my gosh fish. You know, right. I mean.
1: And you know, I, it's a, it, it's an amazing, the, how much uh, of this has come around GAR at this show? Yeah. Because I've had multiple, multiple people come up to the booth yes. and talk about GAR. And I had a guy come up. I had written about a GAR. The, the, if you lived on the upper Texas coast, Houston area, maybe even in Texas, a big destination to the 60s to the early 90s was Rama in Galveston. Yeah. It was a marine park. Oh, yeah. And my favorite fish there was a giant alligator gar. I, and I wrote about this. Uh, what happened was, uh, in the 90s after it closed, I was at the Aquarium of the Americas in New Orleans doing uh, okay. some, some photography. At the I've aquarium. been there before, yeah. Know. And I see me and my wife Lisa there and I see this gar. And I just tell her offhand, it looks like the gar used to have at Ciarama. And the worker next to me goes, that is the gar that used to be at Ciarama. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. That's so, cool.
1: fast forward. 11 12 years we're at the mandalay bay aquarium in vegas in las vegas and yeah. i told lisa i said i can't believe it. i think I, was, I think it's the same gar. I found <laughs> oh my the manager goodness. it was the same gar it traveled that easy. It a worldly li- fish it lived from sierra they moved it and then the next year i went back for business and it was it was in it was like in treatment it had been hurt or yeah. something or sick it was really old i heard it had been in captivity since the 30s and one of the guys here i think one of the and charter guys knew about that gar and told me he knew somebody who worked there and his name was Igor. Igor the so, Gar. But people are or asking about Igor if you're a young
0: Frankenstein fan is it definitely an not Igar an Igor. Only if he girl.
1: has something to do with the eye. It was the old it was the <laughs> yeah it was the old school. But once again powerful memories, you know. Yeah. And you oh my can gosh. make these memories come true by taking the kid out there fishing. And yeah. uh, you heard bluegill a lot here or croaker. Yes. from up first. Croaker,
2: bluegill, sheep's head, all these, you know, these are, you know, and ironically, a lot of the fish that are mentioned by a lot of these anglers about their nascent experiences involves what other people would call trash fish.
1: Exactly. You know? Or, so I'm, I'm smaller at a, fish. I'm, yeah. a, I'm at a lodge in Louisiana about five years ago, and um, there was an opportunity to flounder fish. Yeah. And I say, uh, dude, I'm definitely going to do the flounder thing this morning. And I said, plus, everything's a trash fish but a flounder and a crappie. <laughs> I'm there serious about. And um, dude hollers out. A guy goes, hell no! Alligator guy in the trash fish. There you go. You told
0: that story to a, yeah. To a reader. Yeah, time. so
1: <laughs> once again, just it's, you know, the spirit of it's fun. Yeah. You know, and being able to, please don't take your kid fishing for the first time. Carolina rigging for bass.
2: Or, or you know, or topwater fishing for trout. Yeah, I mean, how you horrible know, would that be? It, I've seen it happen. Um, I've shared this story with you actually, Chester. One time my wife and I went out fishing for sheep it was actually this time of year yeah and we um caught our limits of sheep and beautiful fish three to five pounds each with one that went eight and um we stopped at white sands marina to clean to fillet the fish at the same time i was filleting the fish this boat comes in with this man his buddy and his eight-year-old son and they had been fishing all morning long throwing top waters for speckled trout they caught one trout One trout. One trout. And they had the kid out there with a spinning rod and reel trying to learn how to throw top water. You know, and you could tell the kid had had about as much fun as he has in the dentist's chair. Uh (laughs) Getting braces or whatever. Yeah, and he comes over and he's just staring down at my cooler full of sheep's head. Now, which yeah. do you think he would rather have done? The you, cooler fool. We've food? talked yeah. about this before. And the thing,
0: yeah. I don't know if this was in the last show we all three did. I, I think it was, actually. But, dude, I mean, the th- like, one of my favorite things to do for easy wins is bluegill fishing with my son. Oh, in the yes. And we have a little regional park that's at uh, is in northwest Austin that basically we just go down to. It used to be a holding pond for Texas Parks and Wildlife, yeah. so there's a lot of cool stuff down there. And it's a good carp lake, it's a good uh, catfish lake, it's a decent bass lake and there are a lot of little bass in there. But we caught our his, he caught his first bass out down there. Just a little one for looking with yeah. the, with, a, with an earthworm. We mainly go down there and catch bluegill. Now I take him bass fishing off the bank in that little park. Yeah. And there but we we don't catch a whole lot cuz we're throwing artificials, but I'm teaching him how to cast. My yeah. whole point is though, if you want an easy win with your kids, head, bluegill, you know, any of that stuff Yeah. and
2: and kids Children, little children are all about the easy win. They need a win. I believe very strongly, uh, sooner or later, a kid le- has to learn you don't always succeed right, even when you right. put in your best that effort. Is, yeah. But there, you don't have to teach them that from the very beginning. You can
0: almost always succeed yeah. unless it's really cold outside yeah. oh, on the bank with a bluegill or. You yeah, know, you I can't go just... wrong that way.
2: No. You know, and you want them to want to come back and fish some more. That kid that, that went topwater fishing with his dad on a really tough day. Do you think he's going to want to go the next time? No. No,
1: definitely not. You know, I mean, I'd rather... I'm hunting into things. Yeah. It's like, dude, take him on a... Really easy duck hunt. Or yeah, a duck or a squirrel hunt. hunt a squirrel, a squirrel hunt. hunt. You know, how my first hunt was rabbit hunt with a headlight at night, right. which is There legal. you go. Um, even though I'm from East Texas, and I had to, I had to make sure and separate legality and spotlight. <laughs> yes. We never spotlighted either. Right. Yeah. I promise. That was a no-no in my family. But uh, spotlighted a spotlighted rabbit at night. When I shot that rabbit, you'd have thought I was Peter Capstick in the long grass of Africa. <laughs> there Abadago. you go. That's great. We're, That's we're awesome. a lion. <laughs> I, great reference. I came reference. home and posed for a picture with that. It was death in the long grass, baby. And... <laughs> That's I was like, great. but it's it's the memories that are forged. And, you know, it's, yes, I am, and I'm not just saying that I am one of the most grateful human beings I've ever met in my life. I am, I, I literally thank God every day for specific points about different things, especially like access to what I get to do. Yes. But even in that, worker in this profession, just getting the, the blessings we have in America no kidding. fishing and hunting, it's easy to take things for granted. And I want to see the stuff like I saw it when I was a kid. That's how I want to see it. I, I want pure. to see it like that, too. I want to
0: see the pure end of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the innocent end of it in a way, too, as far as the, you know, yeah. the way that goes.
2: You know, I, 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 do, be, I do not begrudge how f- a lot of anglers fish. You know, yeah. you if you want to be a fly fisherman, God bless you, be a sure. fly fisherman. Sure. If you want to fish exclusively with um, top waters, God bless you. You go yeah. for it, man. Knock yourself out. But, um, you know, there is something to be said about the angler in the faded cutaway shorts, yep. the old beat up um, Converse short, um, sneakers yep. and a short sleeve um, Dallas Cowboy t-shirt yep. sitting on the side of a bank throwing ch- chicken livers for catfish. That, well, yep. There's something to be said about that. And
0: Cal Chester and I talk about this all the time, what we do at Texas Fishing Game and everybody that's listening to this. It's accessibility. Yes. It's making yes, it doable definitely. for the working man. It's making it doable for people that don't have a ton of money and can't afford a boat in some cases. Chester and I are both bank fishermen and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and, and just, it's about making it for everyone. I yeah. mean, that's what the magazine's always been about. It's the working man's magazine. Take
2: a look at our photo section.
0: Right. right Take a look at yeah. all the different fish that have been caught. Point, and what they're wearing. You know, yeah.
2: we have had pictures of children holding a hardhead catfish because it was their first fish. Absolutely. You know, we that's have cool. had pictures. Of, uh, of people holding a stringer full of bluegills. Yep. Right. You know, um, it isn't. It isn't just about catching trophy fish. It's about being out there in the outdoors, with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones, and like Chester and I have said before, I mean, sharing the gifts that the good Lord has given us. Right. right. You yep. know, because honestly, we're not going to be here for very long, yep. and you can't take it with you in there. You got to pass it on. You know, so you've got to pass it on, and you've got to enjoy what you've got when you've got it.
1: Exactly, you know. But Jesus is coming back on a horse on other animals in heaven. I mean, it's got to be flounder, too.
2: No, I believe flounder and alligator gar.
1: Yeah, alligator gar. (laughs) And a mangrove snapper. (laughs) And a redfish. And a carp. A carp.
0: Oh, God made the carp. Yeah, exactly. God made the carp, ladies and gentlemen. God made the hardhead catfish, too. There's one company here. And I'm not going to get two companies but they make, yeah. they make they make a spray that Chester and I saw yesterday yeah. called mm-hmm. Cooler Fresh. It's basically a spray that basically biodegradably or bi- biology, biologically cleans up the cooler and makes it smell fresh. And basically fights. It's an enzyme-based formula. Right? Yeah. The thing is, they had uh, some clipart on their, their cooler full of fish was carp. There you and they go. I didn't even know really? what they were. And really? And I said, why do you have it? That's a perfect uh, that's a perfect wow. imagery yeah. of something that stinks bad when, it's, when yeah. it gets old. Oh, <laughs> carb. Gar, hardheads, gaff top. I mean. Skipjack. You know. <laughs> oh, skipjack. Oh, <laughs> That'll but
2: make some serious I, I, funk. They, they were
0: kind of like, you know, but they're a new product. They're trying to get uh, picked up in, uh, in, in some stores and stuff now. But I kind of thought that was kind of cool. That's one of the things I just wanted to mention that I saw the show that was unique. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's I, really I, cool. Have, have you all ever had the situation where you have a mildewy cooler because it's set out Dude, too long? Yeah, Dude, I have
1: left menhaden in my cooler oh my, for three oh days oh in August oh and forgot oh about oh. it. Oh. Oh. So let's not talk about smell. <laughs> I
2: can top that. Pogies. I can top that. try cast netting for mullet, putting them in a cooler, telling someone to take them out of the cooler and freeze them, and them not doing it, and then you come back, wait, like every good Mexican story, wait, (laughs) (laughs) then you come back from iCast, and you see your cooler, and the top of the cooler is slightly <laughs> cracked, <laughs> because and there are maggots yeah. just making a nice line I straight up God, the side of the cooler. I didn't even open that thing. I just sealed it shut, put it in the back of my truck, took it to the landfill, and left it there. <laughs> as far as I know, it, it is still there. Was
0: it an extreme cooler? Huh? Was it like an extreme cooler? Like one of it was a Coleman. Days? Okay, all right. It so was a what, cold It wasn't super-duper expensive. No. But it was still your cooler. Yeah. You gave the guy instructions, and, you know, there yeah. you go. <laughs> and
2: that was my son. <laughs> <laughs> That's my
1: boy. Instructions. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Good Calito, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And it was one of those really hot Julys that we had a few years ago where it was like 108. Yeah, it's just
0: stuff started growing oh, in there, Oh, God. Was, I mean,
2: I'm uh, sure that, oh, I, I'm sure it was mollets. something out of a John Carpenter that, movie. That's another slimy <laughs> fish. No, man, that was a, fu- I didn't even want to look. I just was not going to, no, uh uh-uh.
0: I can smell it from here. That's all I need to know. Yeah.
2: You know, the cats were coming up to me. There's something wrong with your cooler, man. I
1: can smell it back <laughs> in time from the
0: podcast.
1: Well, and,
2: <laughs> and, and, and Dude it was a smell you could taste yeah.
0: and speaking of that these guys did the, 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 the demonstration with the cooler stuff is they sprayed chum on a on a on a, on a uh, like a paper towel you yeah. smelled it they sprayed this stuff on top of it and like you, you know knocked it out you knocked it out that's it cool real, yeah I just kind of thought it was something I would something like to about. see what it would have done to that cooler <laughs> Yeah, that would
2: have been enough. interesting. I'm sure the spray would have stopped in midair and said, uh, no. No.
0: <laughs> we, we did no. not sign up for this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: So, what is uh, the most embarrassing thing or craziest thing that ever happened to you guys while oh. you're fishing?
0: you gotta oh. pre- you got to preview us with these we questions. St- oh, no, my. No, you don't.
1: It's true journalism. All right. He popped it. Oh. Cl- so, here's the deal, Dustin. Popped You've already kind of hit us with yours,
0: man, right? Oh, you're you beat right. your dad. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'll hook- <laughs> That's uh That was embarrassing by the way. Oh uh, sure. And he laughs at her today. Well today, know? but probably wasn't so no, happy it was it was not funny that. Alright, you two then since I've given mine.
2: Alright. I'll share mine.
0: Oh boy. It involves
2: my eternal beloved Sandy. Um you realize she's a Yankee. Yeah. She's a Michigander. Oh I
0: not know that. That's
2: cool. um, When um we were engaged, she came down to meet my family, stay a week during the holidays and one of the things I decided we were going to go fishing and so um, I took her on one of those little party boats yeah. um, that um, goes around the bay and you catch sand trout and you catch whiting you catch croaker whatever's biting right and so we're fishing and um, the trout the, the sand trout were really biting yeah and this let me preface this this is not as embarrassing as it is humbling um, yeah, so you. we're fishing and she catches a nice sand trout. And so I hand her my rod, and I start taking the trout off of her hook. And as I'm doing that, she gets a bite on my rod. That's so I reach over to grab my rod, and she goes, ah, it's my rod, it's my fish, and she reels it in. And so I drop the put the other one on the stringer, take that one, cast hers out. Take I'm taking the fish off my hook, which is now her hook. And as I'm taking the fish off mine, she hooks a third trout in the space of about 30 seconds. seconds, Reels that one in, I cast mine out, and she turns, honey, will you take this one off? And I just look at her, and she smiles at me, that smile, you've seen her smile. So I take this, and as I'm taking off this third trout, she hooks a fourth trout. I let her take that one off the hook
0: she's catching all the fish and yeah. you're doing all the work yeah
2: pretty much I started figuring out how our relationship was being, being defined <laughs> you, you teach
0: people how to treat you right yeah. no kidding no but I
2: love my wife she's the greatest thing I in my know. life man she's held me together these last three years you know but I, I love fishing with her you know that's great. but that's one of my favorite fishing memories right there it's a little embarrassing it's very humbling but it also told me she's a keeper.
0: I no,
1: mean, there that's you go, cute. good stuff, man. Jester, yeah. What about you? Well, me and my wife and my dad were out at the Sabine Jetties, um, and we were doing a uh, photo shoot. Like every fishing trip of mine turns into a photo shoot at some point because yes. I'm in the outdoors business. Right. So I'm trying to get you know store, uh, content, baby, content. content. It's a ticket. And um, we had caught some stingrays and stuff, and I, I was going to. Uh, uh, I needed a shot of me uh, gaffing one to bring it. to okay. the, boat, the story was about I was working on was about that you know stingray can be pretty good to eat. So I was going to show the gaff. Yeah, they are. Like and, um, and then I had a picture of Lisa uh, fight. I was photographing her fight hers and I got like up top on the boat and shooting down. You know what I mean? Get you know, all that cool stuff. Well, I uh, gaffed, regaffed it after I bought it in the boat, put it back down the water for the shot, right? And my dad said, "Is I think uh, I don't know if you did that real well. Ah, it'll be all right." So I get ready, and, and, I, and I heave hole and I ripped right through this thing, right? And we lost the rest of the photos. Oh, oh my gosh! Same area. I'm filming with uh, Lou Marillo for a DVD that we did right. uh, back in the mid early, early 2000s, and it was released hunting and fishing DVD around the world. And um, we were at the Sabine Jetties again. That was on the channel side we're on the Gulf side now and um i had a big rod rigged with like 150 pound brain oh boy and they were i mean i remember him looking at this thing he goes is that a little overkill for what's going on <laughs> and i'm going, i don't know man and i remember putting it in the rod holder and i'm thinking that morning we had fished and we were getting sharks short strikers oh bit. boy they come and just grab it and let it go. Yeah. And I was like, I think that you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna if, if a shark picks it up, I'm just gonna make him get mad at it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to tighten the drag up just a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. make them hook themselves. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have the part of me picking it up and, and right. So we did this and I, I put it down. And I tightened it up. And said, I said, I'm gonna tighten it a little bit more. True story. The thing bends, doubles completely. Oh over no. And it, the fish, whatever it was, was I think it was a, probably a 300-pound ray or something broke the rod holder out oh, of my, and off my friends oh my uh, fiberglass and took that and put a <laughs> hole in his boat. Oh, oh no. my and you lost your rod. And I lost a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar rod. Jesus. Oh I lost my dad's three four hundred dollar rod. Oh uh, no that was his big stick. And then another one because I have many. Oh, um I've got ben- a few. I was in Venice, Louisiana with Mark Davis, Big Water Adventure. Good old Mark. And I forget the guide's name now, but we were down in one of those lodges, and we, we went to go catch redfish, but it was um, shark migration period in October, where they're all migrating down the coast. And we were sight casting to five and six foot black tip. Oh, boy. It was incredible. And you know, I had about a five and a half, six foot black tip. And Mark has a technique for getting it out of the water, and we got him out yeah. of the water, I'm handling it. And the shark flops as I'm doing the uh, commentary, <laughs> and it bites a hunk out of the guide's console. Oh, <laughs> no! And that footage is out there on... I su- should not be laughing My at this, gosh, Chester,
2: good. you are a destructive man when you <laughs> yeah. fish with people. So there you go.
1: That's Chester's embarrassing yeah. moment. That moment's on YouTube somewhere. I've, so.
2: I've got one, actually, that is one that I still have not yet to live down. Um, <laughs> I was fishing with um, one of my good friends, Marina Alvarado, um, and... He had caught a trout, and his then fiance took a picture of him holding up the trout. Um, and I was in the picture. Right. And later on, he's showing off the picture to his students in class and to his principal, Dr. DeLorme. And he goes, Yeah, yeah and that's, that's, that's my good friend right there, Gonzalez. And Dr. DeLorme goes, What is he doing? and everybody takes a look at the picture and I am in the background with my back to him because I'm staying off the gunnel blessing the water in this picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and it was shown to... That's
0: a great. principal in my school district. Oh my gosh. And on that note, we better head back to the Texas Fishing Game booths, getting a little running a, a little longer. No, yeah. That's good. I really appreciate you guys joining. Um, real quick before we, summaries the things y'all saw at the show that you liked, real quick before we end.
1: You go first. I didn't see a lot yet, because I've been at the booth. I know. I've been at the booth. That collapsible hat. Here. Okay, the pop yeah, hat. Yeah, the collapsible right. hat was pop. great. I did Oh, I love that. It's that. awesome. Um,
0: David, who started that whole thing, came by the booth today, and uh, it's just, it's an, it, it, it can fit in your pocket. And it folds out to a nice long nice big, hat, big you know, nice sun big, hat. Big sun hat, exactly, yeah. So that's that's something I noticed. I really like that hat. The
1: company Mang.
0: Yeah, M-A-N-G. Yeah, yeah
1: that are doing uh, if you buy one of their shirts, it's really cool. They got or like, any product. Yeah, any they product, said, yeah. they plant
2: a mangrove. Oh yes, that's true. So that's a lot of great from one. Us, so we've got yeah. to learn more about and it. Very and conservation. They got really oriented. cool
1: looking shirts, great artwork. They got like a manatee, they've got um, turtles, sea turtles, they've got uh, redfish over there, snook, permit. Yep. But um, I thought it was great-looking clothes. They got you know the SPF protection and stuff. Yeah. But the fact that their commerce is directly doing conservation was a was a big deal. Yeah, you know, we had a
2: manatee yeah. in Port Mansfield. Really? Yeah, we had a manatee in Port Mansfield. I was fishing with Danny New one time, um, and afterwards he's washing down his boat, and we hear something slurping, yeah. and we're looking around. What in the world is that? We look out the back of the boat, and there is a manatee there drinking the water as it's flowing off of the boat getting fresh water yeah so we start feeding fresh water <laughs> within a week texas parks and wildlife had put a no wake manatee zone sign in the middle of the bay of the harbor i've seen that sign yeah
0: Who's now that
2: gum manatee water? is not there anymore i think he moved back to florida he was a winter Texan, but they still have the buoy. <laughs> well, he might come back. we
1: got to protect him. You never uh, know. you
0: got to protect him. It. He's got his own Texas area. Yeah.
1: I don't know. He might be afraid of the drug violence, too. Oh, this show is degenerated. We, we're sorry we have tainted your show. No, it's fine. Yeah. Y'all
0: hijack it every time. But I mean, <laughs> hey, why not? It's, not, it's not that big of a deal because you guys are fun to have on. No? Yeah. We, we need to start doing this on a regular basis. Yeah, hey, there the you pop. go. I just love seeing y'all in person. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, it's a great show. Thank you, Dustin. Thanks, buddy.